Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, God, to be in this place, Lord, and to call upon your name, Lord. Thank you for your promise, Lord, that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And God, we look unto you right now, Lord, as you see, Father, our needs, O oh Lord, and God, the petitions that we are bringing before you, and all those, Lord, that we have called by name, God, you know their needs, Lord. We pray that you administer, God. We're praying the prayer of faith right now, Lord. God, that you would touch, Lord, that you would strengthen, that you would make whole, O oh Father, that you would heal those, Lord, who need healing in their body. God, in deliverance, O oh Lord, we pray, God, that you would deliver us, O oh Father. Amen, Lord, from our enemies, Lord. God, that you, O oh Lord, would give us salvation, O oh Lord. Let salvation, O oh Lord, amen, take place for your people, God. We pray, Lord, touch every heart in this place, O oh Lord, as you see our needs. Lord, and as your word says, to cast our cares upon you because you care for us. Help us, Lord, that we can lift our burdens to you, Lord, that we can look to you, O oh God. Put our trust and our faith and our hope in you, Lord. Amen. Minister unto us, God, as we are here, Lord. Let your word accomplish in us, Lord, what you send it forth to do. Bind us together that we can be one body, Lord, in one place, in one accord together, of one mind and of one spirit, God. Pray that you administer, Lord, and that you would open up our ears, that we may hear, God. Lord, in our eyes that we may see, in our hearts that we can be converted unto you, Lord. God, we plead your blood, Lord. Wash us and cleanse us, Lord, in your precious blood, Lord. And God, by the washing of the water of your word, Minister to your people, Lord. Sanctify them, Lord. Lift them up that they can abide with you, Lord, in your presence. Oh, God, in the heavenly places. Amen, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord, lead us, God. Let your spirit lead us and guide us into all truth tonight, Lord. And I pray, Lord, bless our worship, oh, God. Help us, oh, Lord, that we can exalt you and we can lift you up, oh, God. Amen, Lord. And pour out your spirit upon us in this place, oh, Lord. We Thank you for that promise, O oh God. Amen, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, let it be done. And everybody say, Amen.
to go up. Brother Craig preached the message about fighting for your promises. Do you remember that? And uh, the Lord brought that to my mind. I was having a hard day and just thinking about that. And I think sometimes we just kind of accept the situation we're in. <laughs> like, okay, we forget we forget who we are. And uh, I, I made up my mind, I'm going to fight for that promise. I'm going to fight for healing, not just for me, but for my family, for my husband. And I'm not going to be denied. Amen. Amen.
Lord, all the help that you need for us to be able to give back to you, God. I'll be 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And that's what you have to remind yourself. We've got the power. We've got the power. Thank you, Lord. That's something that, amen, would definitely be a, praise God, a blessing. But thanks be to God which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Jesus. And that's very evident mm -hmm. when you're uh, in the Spirit. It's very evident what you feel. You feel the strength. You feel faith. You feel confidence. Mm -hmm. You know... It's nothing like victory in Jesus' name. Amen. And uh, especially, you know, when he said, By grace are ye saved. Amen. By grace are ye saved. And that not of yourselves. Amen. You know why? Because what we have, what we have, is the spirit of grace. Amen. And that's why we have that, amen, that power and that, that confidence. Amen. By grace are you saved, mm -hmm. through faith, and that mm -hmm. not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Mm -hmm. Amen. A gift of God. So we might as well just receive the gift. Amen. amen. Praise God. Makes a very big difference. Makes a dramatic difference in your entire being. When you can, when you can, uh, obviously the reason why he gave us that promise of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the infilling of the Holy Ghost, because it does make a difference. And when you receive that anointing, when you receive it, there's a lot of people that don't, understand what I'm talking about because the Bible says the carnal man receives not the things that be of God or they don't understand. Right. The carnal man doesn't understand that. Amen. But when you're filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God, you, amen, you are equipped and you are renewed and you are strengthened mm -hmm. and you are given power. Yeah. You are given power. Amen. Amen. So it helps you to overcome everything. And that is a promise He's given us. A promise He's given us. 
Amen. That's why I, I, I choose to live for God. That's why I choose to, amen, to pray in the Holy Ghost. That's why I choose to be led of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And like he said, let, let no flesh glory in his sight. Right. Right. Let no flesh glory in his sight because it's, it's nothingness. And that's why I just want to humble myself to it and praise God. When I get down on my hands and knees, man, I start to pray and the Holy Ghost is <laughs> nothing like it. You feel that resurrecting spirit and it makes you stand. It makes you stand. So that's one thing, you know. If God before us, who can be against us? Those kind of things just come to your mind. You think about that because that's what the Holy Ghost quickens and it just, just he goes, okay, okay. Praise God. I believe it with all my heart because I can feel it. I feel it in my soul. I feel it in my spirit. I feel it in my mind. I feel it in my body. The anointing is so powerful and so strong. The anointing. The anointing that the Bible says it destroys the yoke. <laughs> destroys the yoke. That's how strong it is. That's just God giving us uh, insight about, you know, His presence and His Spirit, the anointing. This anointing that we have teacheth you, John said. So if it teaches us, we need to understand and comprehend, man, there's nothing like this. Nothing can be compared to it. Nothing can be compared to it. It's awesome. The power of God. So that's what I want to lean on. I don't want to take anything. I don't want to step in that place where I think I could, you know, do it all on my own. I don't want to do that. I want to let God take care of it. I want to let God handle it. I want to let God take care of things for me. And when, when we do that, when I do that, I find out things are better for me. But the, but, the, but the thing is, here's the stipulation. Here's the stipulation. We have to humble ourselves. Amen. Everything about us. Like Paul said, I die daily. Everything about me, my... Amen. My will and my desire, even in my mind, everything. I die daily. Everything about me. Even my personality. Everything that makes me me, I guess, my personality. Because we all have a personality. Praise God. Even that has to. Hallelujah. That just kind of has to fizzle out. Praise God. To let the Holy Ghost quicken us. Let the Holy Ghost, amen, anoint us and strengthen us and praise God. A lot of times it's hard for us to do. It's hard for us to get rid of that part of us, that part that likes to be in charge and be opinionated. Did you know this? Uh, I found this and it's still true. I find that after all these years, it's just hard for people to 
receive the word of the Lord. Because they always want to question. When God speaks, especially when God speaks to us, He always speaks to us. And I, 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 it kind of bothers me when people want to question. What does that mean? Well, if you pray about it, God will give you whatever understanding. But never question. Especially when it has to do with ourselves. We know what we're all about. We walk in our flesh every day. So we know what we're all about. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. The sad... The sad truth, the, the, you know, when I, if I say it that way, the sad thing is that we <clears throat> we always tend to lean to our flesh. That's what kind of hinders God to do things. We always tend to lean to that. We go back and praise God. I have a great burden. I tell you what, I feel a burden, and, and it's you know it's it's uh, obviously it's confirmed uh, by others who are feeling that burden and why it is. I've never seen so much. Uh, how how would I say so much uh, attack or attacks by the enemy? So much affliction. So many things happening. It's just like the devil is not giving any anybody a break. He's just working double overtime. Just to try to get you to falter. Try to get you to Amen. Stagger and fall and lose faith and all that. Tormenting your mind. You know, he wants to instill fear, wants to instill doubt and unbelief, and uh, wants you to feel discouraged like there's no hope, mm -hmm. there's no answer, there's nothing like that. He wants you to feel that way. Mm -hmm. wants you to be in that state of mind, so God will not do anything for you. And sometimes we succumb to it, sometimes we just allow ourselves just to fall into that rut, that rut of despair. It's like, oh man, no victory there. Right, that's right. That's Amen. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He wants you looking down and not up. Yeah, that's right. Amen. <laughs> I feel that. Amen. I feel for you young people because you're so vulnerable. Yeah. Praise God. I'm glad when I was young in the Lord, when I first got the Holy Ghost, I'm glad what I was feeling. I never felt it before. And I'll say this, and, and, and maybe until you finally get it, until something clicks in your in your brain. But, man, I tell you, because I knew, I knew what living in sin was. I knew what being bound was. I was bound by a lot of sins. I was bound in drugs. I was bound in alcohol. A lot of things. My mind tormented. And I just lived that way. I was I was miserable. 
Amen. trying to make myself happy, and I couldn't do that. And, and the happiness that you find out there in the world isn't going to do the job. It's Amen. going to be, be short-lived. Then when you go back, you're going to find out you're still in the same condition, maybe even worse. And uh, I found that to be true. But, you know, after I experienced the Holy Ghost, it was just like, and I wasn't even looking for the Holy Ghost. Can you imagine that? I wasn't even seeking God. He just, I'm glad he came and he intervened in my life. He just stepped right in my path. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for that. Amen. And uh, so begin my walk with God. And I was just so amazed after I left that altar that morning and went back home. I never, and I say this, I never ever felt the love that I felt. I never felt it. Never felt it out there in the world. Never felt that peace. Never felt that joy. Never felt any of that. I was just so overwhelmed. Overwhelmed. Just like some of you are overwhelmed. But negatively, if you know what I'm understanding. Burdened. I was just so overwhelmed with God's love. And man, it just blew my mind. I just couldn't think of anything positive. I mean, negative. Everything was positive. Because he just definitely proved himself. And, and boy, I was feeling his love. And it was just like, man. How come I've never felt this before? How many of you ever, have any of you ever asked that question? Why haven't I ever experienced this before? And I was just like, man, blew my mind. There I was. I obviously, praise God, in my spirit, I was skipping home. I was delighted. Have you ever been delighted? Yes. Amen. Yes. I was delighted. It was just like, woo. Of course, I was flying high, higher than a kite. And of course, the Bible says, amen, that we shall mount up with wings as eagles. I never knew that, but that's, I guess that's what I was experiencing. I was soaring. Woo! Got home, and it's just like I couldn't get enough. Couldn't get enough. Sister Betty was getting ready for Sunday dinner, and I said, I'm going to go back into the, I'm going to, because we had a big walk-in closet, but almost maybe as little smaller than my office there. And uh, I'm going to go back in and still see if I had the Holy Ghost. It didn't take me long. I knew I had the Holy Ghost. Came out of there. Big old grin from ear to ear. Woo! You didn't have to tell me I had the victory. I was experiencing the victory. I was delighted. So I was just in awe. And I, I still feel the same way. Because when human nature presses against us and tries to get us down into that place, into the lower, lower levels of life, just weighs upon you. And you can feel it. We've been so acquainted with that all our life. Mm -hmm. Walking in the flesh. Mm -hmm. We've been acquainted with that. Mm -hmm. Carrying that burden of the flesh. Mm -hmm. We're so used to it. I, I think some of us just don't want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. That's sad. 
When God has given you the greatest gift any person could ever receive. Amen. Victory. That's right. Victory Amen. over everything. Amen. 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 Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. Lighten the load a little right. bit. Amen. Lift that burden from you so you can enter into that rest. Amen. Praise God. That repose. Every just, everything just seems to stop. Right. Right. And you're just feeling the joy of the Lord. Amen. Right. My, Amen. my, my. Amen. Amen. And you're high in Jesus. And it seems like you don't ever want to come down either. But we allow ourselves to come down. Praise God. That's that's oops, that's the reason why it's important for us to Amen to uh, stay prayed up in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, like I said, I have this burden. I have this burden. Praise God. If you would turn with me in your Bibles tonight, and uh, I know we're all looking forward to the Bible study that I have been uh, <coughs> presenting, but uh, we'll take a little detour tonight. In Second uh, Corinthians chapter 1, I was thinking about what the Apostle Paul what the Apostle Paul was saying. When I opened myself up to the to the to the Holy Ghost, it just seems like you know, you, you open that door, you open that gate, it just seems like <clears throat> it just all comes at you and you go, woo, you just, and, and it just amazes me. But uh, I think about uh, what Paul said, but God hath revealed them unto us. Or he says, as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. I'm reading out of it, don't, uh, I'm just reading out of a scripture verse, but uh, never mind what I'm reading, I'm just going to share this with you. Uh, just keep your fingers there in Second Corinthians chapter one. But uh, he says that. But it is written, "I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love Him. Mm -hmm. The things that God has prepared for them that love Him. God's prepared some things for us. Amen. Amen. So He has." He has, if I'm going to put it that way, if I'm going to use the word that the Apostle Paul was using here, the things. He has things for us. Things. That's the word he used to describe what, what, what it is that God has for us. Things, and it's plural. So obviously, it's, it's a number of things. Obviously, there's more than one. So with that S added on there, it could be a whole bunch. Amen. A whole bunch of things. Yep. 
<laughs> a whole bunch of things. How many of you have received a whole bunch of things from God? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, and you know what? You haven't even be begun to receive all the things he has for you. So whatever you receive right now is just a, probably a small portion. But yet God is, he has more. He has more to give to you. When you think it's all said and done, when you think it, oh, this is it. No, it's not. Because he'll just basically, amen. What's that What's that word they use in math when exponent, exponential, exponential, or they go to powers. Right. You know what that means? That there's going to be, there's more numbers or values of numbers that we can use in this equation. Wow. And it's unlimited. Yes. Woo! I might, I might call on Dylan to help me with that. He could probably explain it better than I can. But. <laughs> so can you fathom that? Wow. Nope. I can't. We all have finite minds. In other words, our minds are limited. That's right. Can you fathom what God has for you? And Paul, the only way Paul can explain is he said, the things. The things God has prepared for them that love Him. For them that love Him. Yes. Those who love God. Right. Those who love God. That's why it's important to love God. Amen. Because God has some things for them that love Him. Right. If that ever wasn't a reason or a reward or an incentive if you don't have a relationship with God I would start developing one right now these kind of things just blow my mind I read it praise God my brain turns to mush I just can't it's too good to be true and it is true Amen. That's the thing about it. God does not lie. The Bible said there's one thing he cannot do. He's, he cannot lie. That's right. For all of you that have never told a lie. Who's that? He's got one over on you. Wow. Wow. Man. He's not man that he should lie. That's right. That's right. Thank you. But I'm still talking about the things. The things. In other words, there's, there's obviously there's you can't put a number to it. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea. The deep things of God. Right. So the problem is, the problem is, you wonder why you don't have. You wonder why you haven't received. And you say, why doesn't God keep his promise? Right. 
He is a promise keeper. Yes. He keeps his promise. He will never, ever keep his promise for you. They're, they're for you. It's the reason why he gave himself. So that we can receive those promises. So that we can inherit that spiritual inheritance. He did that. And he, he's, a, he's a keeper of his promise. Mm -hmm. Or his promises. He's a keeper. Thank you, Lord. But the reason is, and, and you might say, well, why is it then? Why is it that we lack? Why is it that we don't have? Wow, let me, FYI, <laughs> it's not God. Amen. Let's settle, let's settle that right now. It's not God. Amen. It's not God. You know, I, I mentioned the other day that about Abraham living in the land of promise. You ever listen to that? The land of promise. That's where we are right now, spiritually. He's given us an inheritance in the land of promise. Amen. And whatever those promises are, you can, you can, if you want to, take it upon yourself. Go back into the scripture and, amen, begin to count every promise he had given his people, Israel. Wow. And you can take those promises and, and, and you, can, you can bring them up into the New Testament. You can take those promises and guess what? All those promises are still promises. Amen. 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 And you're going to be. Wow. You might be there for a few days. Yeah. But you know what? Here's the thing about me. I was just, like I said, I, you know. I'm naive when it comes to the Lord. So when I start to search things out, guess what? <laughs> I start searching things out and I'll be there for quite a while. Be in the Word of God and then pretty soon I come to and I go look at the time and say, what in the world is that? How many hours have gone by? And had my mind set on finding out just one thing. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. How many of you are like that? Right. <laughs> I, I, I want to know. I want to know. I, I want the answer. I want, I want some kind of understanding. So if I have to go searching for it, I'm going to go searching for it. I'm not just going to open up the book and, amen, go through so many pages and close it. No. If I want the answer, I'm going to find the answer. So he says, for, but God hath revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. So what's going to happen? How are we going to attain that? Is because we are going to seek. We are going to search. And you know what? The Spirit's going to help you to search. Because the Spirit searcheth the deep things of God. That's what I that's what that's what I feel right now. I feel compelled. 
I feel compelled in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So with that being said, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, 19 and 20, for the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me, and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay. Was not yea and nay. In other words, guess what? It wasn't yes and no. Wasn't yet. Let's settle this in our minds right now. The Lord Jesus Christ is not yes and no. He's not yes and no. Was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. In him was yes. For all the promises of God in him are yea. And in him, amen. Unto the glory of God by us. So in other words, there's no yes or no with the Lord. There's only yes. Only yes. Somebody say only yes. Only yes. Only yes. Think about that. So in other words, when you go to him, that's, that's kind of hard for people to get that in their mind. When you go to him, guess what? And, and most of you are probably expecting a no answer. Expecting a no answer. Oh. Wow. If any man lack wisdom, what do he say? Let him ask. Let him ask. Right. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. That's right. Amen. And, and the Bible says that the Lord, and I'll paraphrase, and the Lord will give you your answer. He, and he upbraideth not. In other words, he's not going to scold you. Amen. He's not going to, you know, you know how parents are with their kids when they ask for something? <laughs> scold them. Why are you asking me? You scold them. God's not like that. Right. He won't Amen. scold us when we ask him. Amen. Whatever it is that we need, that's see, that's where you need to understand. Whatever it is that we need, God will praise God because you do those things pleasing and you ask Him in His name. Right. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Jesus. Jesus. You ever you ever notice that I've done this? I'm, I I feel bad because I I'm human. <laughs> And then, you know, my kids could probably tell you this and they ask me something. Grumpy dad. But then you go ahead and you give it to them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Still give it to them, but give it to them complaining. <laughs> I know some of you parents are like that. <laughs> I have to catch myself. Because my grandkids sometimes will ask me for, Grandpa, can I uh, borrow some money? He's just like, okay. 
I want to say a lot of things, but I don't. I just get it out and smile. <laughs> wow. I don't feel so bad. <laughs> just smile. Yeah. Give it to them, smile. Yeah. Don't expect it back. But God is not like that. I'm just telling you, I'm making a distinction. God is not like that. When you ask, He'll give it to you. Amen. But you got to ask in faith. See, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Obviously, the reason why we ask is because we need. Because if we didn't need, we wouldn't ask. And let me tell you something. He's more willing to impart to us whatever it is that we are seeking Him for. That's why I said, if your son asks for a fish, we give him a serpent. Huh? He knows. He knows what you need. And He wants to give it to you and He won't hold back. But then he uses all those, that example of all those material things, those physical things, and then he, then he ends that parable in this. How much more is he willing to give you to give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Mm -hmm. Right. Amen. 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 Yep. Woo! Did you hear that? Yes. There's a reason why. Give them the Holy Spirit. Yes. Amen. We, we like it this way. Give me whatever it is I'm asking for. If this is a block of gold, this is what we want. We want the tangible things. Yes. We want the material things. But God says, hey, I, I want to give that to you. Hold on now. I want to give that to you too. I'm going to give it to you. But guess what? I want to also give you the Holy Spirit. Right. Why is that? Believe it or not, it has to do with what we just read in Second Corinthians. Yes. yes. Amen. Talking about promises. Mm -hmm. He says, let me read it again. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay. Wasn't, you know, there's no yes and no in him, but in him was, was yea. In him is yes. For all the promise of God in him are yea. And in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. So, for all the promises of God in him are yea. Now listen to this. Listen to what the, the scripture is really saying. Because in the Amplified, you, you read this. But in him is always the divine yes. That's different than our yes. How could I... How could I Make it so distinct. Because our yes is not a divine yes. His yes is a divine yes. 
That's the reason why his promises are all yay and not nay. Because he wants to give us the divine. We're looking at physical, material, temporal. When he wants to impart to us eternal, divine. Everlasting. Everlasting life. Life that's going to go on. Life that's going to last a long time. That's the reason why I'm here all these years. Makes a big difference. Significant. Yes. Praise God. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Amen. Amen. That's why the devil wants to fight you tooth and nail. Right. Because he wants to steal your promise. Right. He knows you've got something. So he said, all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. But in him it is always the divine yes. The divine yes. In other words, praise God. You think about this. There's a reason why. There's a reason why. Let's not leave here empty. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Because he's promised. Let's not leave here the same. What are you saying, Pastor? Yes, I know we need things. And God will give them to you. I know we're in need. You go to 2 Peter uh, chapter 1. And, and you see there. Look at, the, look at the way Peter says this. This is beautiful because uh, chapter 1. <clears throat> look what he says. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Amen. Amen. Oh, uh, yeah, chapter 1, verse 4. Praise God. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Mm -hmm. Exceeding great mm -hmm. and precious. Exceeding great. Mm -hmm. Exceeding, great. <laughs> <laughs> exceeding great and precious promises. Mm -hmm. That by these, that by these, ye might be partakers of, of the divine nature. What did we just say? What did we just read? But in him, it is always the divine yes. That's right. That by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So we see that. He wants us to be partakers of of the divine nature by by giving by giving uh, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises exceeding great so that we can be partakers of the divine nature you know what it's good to receive something from God because every time we come into this place he's willing to give us something that's his intent to impart
to me, it seems that some some are running out of fuel. You know why? There's not that. Woo! Right. 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 Amen. 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 Right. There's not that. Uh, how would I say? That spirit of jubilee. I know this is midweek service, but there's nothing that says that midweek service just has to be. Right. Yeah. Right. Amen. Right. 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 Amen. 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 That's right. No excitement. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. Everybody comes in laid back. Right. Bible study. So since it's Bible study night, I'll just uh, I'll come in and I'll just be a little bit less energetic. Woo! The worship team likes to tease me. I say that. Get it all going and all of a sudden, woo! It's like, Praise God. How much do you really want God? Right. Amen. How much do you really want to receive something from God? Amen. But here's the sad, here's the sad thing. You want it on your terms and not his. Because God wants to pour out His Spirit in this place. That's His Word. That's His promise. In the last days, I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And that's His promise. So He wants to pour out His Spirit. But what happens? How many of you are really looking? Right. Amen. You know, I was going to teach on the Ark of the Covenant tonight. I was, you know, I'm more than ready for that. I was just like trying to figure out which direction I should go because I, I just like to blow everybody's minds. And so I was looking forward to that. And here the Lord says, no, 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 no. Lay that aside for tonight. I want you to speak. I said, Okay. So I thought about it, and I and I even, I even, uh, I even was more excited when he spoke to me what he was wanting me to speak, and I got more excited. I think, wow, okay, Lord, that should, that is something that is great, and I want to, Lord, I I, I do, I want to. So I, you know, I thought to myself, I told, I told Sister Betty, because usually sometimes I get up here about. Oh, a few minutes before six, sometimes I try to get here. Time for prayer. But I said, I'm going to go to the church early. Because I just feel some excitement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been feeling that way since Sunday, by the way. Yeah. I've been feeling excited. Yeah. Brother Chuck and I were talking about the things of the Lord, things of God, the Word of God. Just like, hey, I'm excited. I'm excited. It excites me to talk about God. And all the potential we have. Amen. 
the things of God. And so it's just like, mm. and, and and of course, the, I'm not telling you the whole thing. You know, we're we're going through some things. My wife and I, we're going through some things. There's some things happening. Praise God. Spiritually, you know, the devil. Devil, sir, trying to work against us. And of course, I could probably include our physical, amen, our, our physical, uh, you know, what we're going through physically. We're getting old and we're slowing down. Praise God. But yet, still trying to not let that be a, you know, a crutch. So I do my best. Stay on top of it. Besides other things, besides the burden I carry for everybody, woo! If, if you could all feel that burden, how heavy it is, it's like, and when you pray for certain people, it just hits you and you go, man, just over, it's overwhelming to say the least. And so you have to sort all that out. You have to sort it out and pray, pray for God to minister. Sometimes I, I feel certain things praying for certain individuals and I go, oh Lord, please don't let that happen. Try to intercede. But got all that, but yet on top of all that, then all our personal needs and here, here we are. And you know, it's, and I know, and I'm just using that for an example. I'm using myself as an example, but I know a lot of you go through certain things. You're going through certain things because I can feel that. But let me tell you something. Let's not forget the promises of God. Right. Let's not forget the promises of God. The thing of it is, is we need to be in that place in our minds. That's what I. That's why I say. I have a burden for everybody because I wish that we would, I wish it would be so easy as this, that all I have to do is mention it and you go, okay. Yeah, right, right. Mm -hmm. that's, yeah. the, that's the perfect scenario. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but don't happen that way because all of you are just, mm -hmm. there's some things going on in here. Right. And here. Just, yes. Right. Battling. But the problem is, all that activity and all that distraction, you're not paying attention. Right. <clears throat> if you would pay attention. Mm -hmm. If you would pay attention. Mm -hmm. If you would look mm -hmm. to Jesus. Mm -hmm. As I said Sunday, the author and finisher of your faith. Right. If you would look to him. And not look at what's going on around you. Right. And not look at the dilemma you're in. Right. Yeah. And your needs. Yeah. Because your needs are not greater than God. Yeah. Right. God is greater than your needs. Amen. Amen. But the devil would like you to believe that nothing is going to happen. Mm -hmm. You don't even, don't even bother praying. Because God won't answer your prayer. Don't, don't even bother believing in a miracle. Right. And you know what? That's what we need right now. 
That kind of intervention, we need a miracle of God. Nothing else but. So I thought about that. I said, wow, okay. Because some of you need healing for your body. Some of you need deliverance. Victory over Satan once and for all. Some of you need a financial miracle. Some of you need spiritual miracles. Praying for your unsaved or backslidden loved ones. Seems right now, oh man, the harder you pray, the worse they get. But guess what? We serve a God who can. So I, I, I was thinking about that. I said, wow, 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 wow. I always remember this old cliche, and I don't know who's the author of it, but when the going gets tough, the tough get going. But when we're, what's the word? Complacent. When we don't want to rise to the occasion. When you want to sit back and just not lift a finger. Pray. Praise God. Throw in the towel, so to speak. Nothing's going to happen. <laughs> Praise God. Just exactly what the adversary of your soul wants you to do. He wants you to. Amen. Concede. Hallelujah. I pray for my granddaughter Sunday. I pray for Molly. I don't know how many times I've ever prayed for Molly. Years ago, I had a, when she was first born, of course, we didn't know that she was like that. We didn't know that she had brain damage. You know, when she was born, she was born with a condition that her brain was not fully developed and it was a open, it was an open area here because of that. And then part of her brain going inside her brain was damaged. And this was, this happened in the womb. And so because of that, Molly's the way she is. And so when we received the news, it was probably a year after she was born. We didn't even know. We didn't even know that she couldn't hear. And and when we when they finally found out, it was like, wow, we were devastated. And she was doing her best to try to connect with us and she couldn't even hear us. But she'd smile at us, mm-hmm. interact with us, touch and stuff like that. But man, was I, you know, it just my heart was just so overwhelmed. I said, Lord, you know what, God, I've seen you heal. I've witnessed you heal. I witness miracles. So I know you can do this for Molly. I don't know how many times I prayed for Molly. Sunday, I prayed for her. Of course, I I prayed. I rebuked that condition, whatever it is. You know, why she was born that way. And the scripture came to my mind about a person who was born that way for the glory of God. So God can heal them. Amen. Amen. 
And so that's what I claim. I said, Lord, if this is for you, for your glory, let your glory, let it be done. And you know, I, I, I believe you know, there's been so many that have spoken and said that, hey, and, and to, to Rich and to, to Richie and to Sister Steph that, hey, there's going to be a day Molly's going to be healed. I believe that with all my heart. Amen. Amen. I believe we're going to see it happen. Amen. Why? All his promises are yea. Amen. All his promises are divine. Amen. And that goes for all of you that are going through something right now. You're you're experiencing something. I mean, the devil's trying to set you back. But by the grace of God, you're here. And so here we are. We're facing the reality of our situation. I know it's real. But I know God is real too. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We're supposed to believe that he is. Mm -hmm. Believe that he is. Mm -hmm. He that cometh to God must believe that he yes. is. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Put that in place of whatever it is you're facing right now. Yes. Or whatever, whatever it is you're feeling right now. If you're feeling overcome, if you're feeling defeated. Put that in place of, of that feeling or whatever it is, amen, that you must believe that he is. That's his divine nature. Let there be a switch made. Let there be a turning of events. Hmm? Let darkness be turned to light. Let death be Turn to life. Mm -hmm. Huh? Amen. Praise God. Amen. We must believe that he is. Mm -hmm. That he's a rewarder of them that casually seek him. Oh. Oh. No. Diligent. Diligently. You know what that means? <laughs> Sister Martha reminded me, reminded us when she was here. She came, when Brother Javier and her here, she said, man, she said, being in this church reminds me of the old days. I said, yeah. She said, I remember when we prayed all night. I said, yeah. You know, we, we know, sweet hour prayer. Sweet hour prayer. We don't have to live by those words. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Woo. But I remember what it was to go and pray and Yes, we went at the hour of prayer, and sometimes it extended, and sometimes people tarried longer. And sometimes they were there, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. They were there. Why? Because they had a need, and they were talking to God, and they didn't want to leave until they felt in their spirit that, hey, God, I got through. And, and that's the reason why we have that expression, praying through. Praying through whatever it is. Guess what? Some of you need to pray through. But we're so used to it. Woo, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. Try to fit your schedule. Try to put God in your schedule. Woo. 
when when we need to be in His. I was blessed to see Chrissy running the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. I seen her rounding that corner right there. Woo, watch out! <laughs> she was talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. Then finally I seen her at ball and I seen her kicking her heels. I said, uh oh. <laughs> sure enough, there she goes, boom, took off. Finally, she made up her mind that, hey, this is the day I'm going to run for the Lord. Yeah. Guess what? She got victory Amen. over her own will. Yeah. Right. How many of you want to get victory over your own will? Right. Right. Woo, just try it. Just right. try it one day. Just try it. Just right. step out and say, hey, right. man, conquer yourself. Jesus. Yeah. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. You ever notice this? When you are reserved and when you hold yourself back, the only people that have ever received anything from the Lord is when they've gone beyond themselves. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. So if you're used to the first milers, right. if you're in the first miler club, well, I'm satisfied. I can run that mile with ease. But when it comes to the second mile, there's going to be a little bit more stress, a little bit more exertion that I need to, amen, to put into it. See, that's the problem. We don't want to do that. Because we're used to the first mile. We can operate pretty good in the first mile. We're content with the first mile. But when it comes to the second mile, when we come to that second mile marker, we stop right there. Mm -hmm. When God is saying, hey, that's where the divine is. Mm -hmm. right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. Am I making any sense? Yes. Yes. So if, if, if you want to be comfortable, I guess you want to be comfortable. But it takes a person, listen to these words, this is scripture. Paul said this, and talking about Abraham, he said, and being fully persuaded, fully persuaded. Abraham was fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able to perform. He believed God. He believed that God would, amen, fulfill his promise to him. And all he had to do was follow him. Mm -hmm. right. amen. Amen. And that was a long ways to follow God. Amen. That was a lot of miles. Amen. A lot of terrain that he was not used to. That he put himself there because he wanted to follow God. He found out, amen, that there were some places that, amen, can I really traverse over this kind of terrain? Because it was rugged. It was mountainous. 
dry places? Hey, how many of you ever realize this? Sometimes we go through dry places. But it's because God led us to those dry places. And he wants you to go through those dry places. But the reason why we're going to hold on is because we're going to be, we should be fully persuaded that what he promised he's going to perform. You know, when I was in high school, I used to run distance. I ran track, I ran the mile and the two mile. I ran cross country. I ran the two, uh, 2.8 miles, two miles, 2.8 miles. I never realized this, but back then, and of course now I know hindsight, I know this, I had a condition in my knees. That's the reason why I'm, my knees gave me problems in high school. I had this condition I inherited from my grandmother and uh, seemed like when this, it never really happened to me right away, but after I started running, and of course, getting to my junior and senior year, I noticed something different about it, where my legs would just get weak. I would get weak in my knees. And I was thinking, wow, why do I feel this way? I never felt this way before, but I started to get weak. But man, I tell you what, I love to run. I, I, I ran. Of course, in high school, uh, soaking wet, I was 180 pounds. Hard to believe, isn't it? <laughs> now I'm staying right at 215. That's where I am right now. And I thought to myself, I could probably get down to 210 if I wanted to, or even 200. But I, I love to run. But guess what? When I, when I, in my junior and senior year, I noticed it started getting more difficult because I didn't know I had this condition until after I would build up fluid in my knees and I'd have to go have, you know, get them drained, get my knees drained. And I didn't realize I had that. I, I inherited my grandmother, my dad's mom. She had the same problem. I inherited that. So that's my my weak knee story. But here's the thing. Boy, I love to run. Brother Aaron can tell you we we had some horses out in the country, and we would say somebody say go get the horses, bring the horses in. Guess what? <laughs> we took off running. That's how we got the horses in. We chased them in. We ran. So I, I think that's why I had that, you know, the ability, that endurance to run. Because of, anybody ever tried chasing the horse? <laughs> anybody ever tried chasing the deer? <laughs> we used to try that. I dare say, we used to keep up for a little while. Until we got tired. But it grew on me. But And you know what? But here's the thing. Man, you come, you, in, in those races, you just come to the last, what they call the, the last part of the finish, and usually it was that last mile or last three quarters of a mile, and, and the coach would always say, save all your strength. Save, save, save a reserve so when you come, you can, when you get to that place, boy, you could kick it. You could kick it in, and man, just give it all. So that's what we were doing. You know, of course, I would do that. I'd learn how to pace myself, get to that point where I knew, and you knew because everybody else started to pick up the pace. You knew it was on when you got there. So you took off and woo, you just gave it all. You just, man, that was hard. That was hard. Especially when you had a impairment. 
a physical impairment. I didn't know I had that problem. I just was wondering why my knees were the way they were. That was hard, but I did my best. I tried to keep up. That was hard. But I pushed myself. I pushed myself. Because I wanted to cross the finish line. Why do I say that? Because I believe that's what the kind of people we need to be. I know we're going through hardships. I know we're, you know, experiencing certain things. And amen, we, we feel that. We feel that weight. We feel that burden. We feel the adversity. We feel everything. But guess what? We, we can't just sit back and just, amen, say to ourselves, you know, I can't do it. When you can do it. And God is saying, you can do it. Amen. Because all his promises are yea. Yeah. So whatever it is you're going, whatever is holding you back, whatever is putting a lot of stress and strain and weight upon you, right now, I don't know what it is. I wish I knew what it was. I wish I knew what your dilemma was. But I don't. But whatever it is, praise God. Give it your all. Don't give up. Amen. 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 Bible says about Abraham, he staggered not at unbelief. He staggered not. Man, he believed God and he said, man, I'm going to hold on. And see, that's what that's what you and I, that's what we need to do. We need to hold on. There's going to be a day. There's going to be a day. Let's keep on praying. Amen. Let's keep on being faithful. Let's keep on being. Guess what? Have some zeal. Be zealous. Be, be excited. Woo! Don't come in all droopy. And dragging. Huh? Because we come in droopy and dragging. Obviously, you don't have the victory. Right. Yeah. Be nice to come in and just woo. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I had a hard day, but Amen. praise God anyhow. Amen. Come into the house of God because I know my God is yeah. real. Yeah. And just keep on praying. Because God is going to. Amen. He's going to deliver. Right. He's going to save. Amen. He's going to heal. Mm -hmm. He's going to give you the victory. Yeah. He's going to do all that. Amen. We just got to keep on. Mm -hmm. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise. Think about that. God has a perfect record. Mm -hmm. And guess what? We're part of that record. Amen. There hath not failed one word of all his good promise, mm -hmm. which he promised by the hand of his Mo of Moses, his servant. There has not failed one word. God has not. I like Sister, Sister Garrett and Sister G. Jesus never fails. Mm -hmm. right. Right. Amen. And then there, 
their anthem, their song. God's promises never fail. They knew. And that's the way it ought to be with us. Yes. Amen. That's the way it ought to be with us. We we should remember this to be able to, as he said, but in him it is always the divine yes. In other words, it's certain. Just hold on. Just keep on praying. Just keep on walking. Just keep on dancing. Amen. Just keep on shouting. Right. Woo. Amen. And if you're a holy roller, just keep on rolling. Because the Lord will come through. I believe that with all my heart. Yeah. The divine, the divine yes. Amen. The divine yes. Praise God. That's what he wants to do for you. His people. Amen. Praise God. We'll stop here. Thank you very much. I hope you are encouraged. Yes. Amen. Amen. Praise Amen. God. There will be rehearsal tomorrow night, so be advised. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another. We'll see you by Sunday this weekend.